Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got our co-host, Neil, on to discuss tonight's game. <sighs> yeah, you look uh, you, you look pretty defeated, I said, when you came uh, on the stream. Just a little upset. <laughs> yeah. Probably well, the, the Pirates lose tonight 8-7 to seven to the LA Dodgers. The seven-game win streak is over. But there's a lot to talk about tonight. There is a lot to talk about. And Where do you want to start? I mean, probably just like why this loss is so disappointing. Because going coming into the series, I was like, I don't expect to win this series, but you know what? We've won seven in a row. They're the Dodgers. They're a really good team. And yet a loss like this, where you had them on the ropes... And you just do so many stupid little things that give the game away. It's it's so frustrating. So de- definitely the worst loss of the year so far. The worst one of the year so far? For me, at least. I think this is the worst. It was definitely a little disheartening. Especially, we talked a little bit on the, po- or the post game. On Starbucks today, the, like the one big glaring issue with the Dodgers is the bullpen. Mm-hmm. So when you have Syndergaard on the mound and you make them get seven earned in four innings, right? Yeah. It was seven to two at that point in time, not to be overconfident and say it's, it's smooth sailing, but like, that's where you want this team at. Like you want them to go into the bullpen right now. Mm-hmm. They had them where you needed them at. And like you said, it was, it's frustrating. They came back and let's honestly talk about, we'll talk more about it, but like it was an eight, seven game and Swinsky robbed a three-run shutoff Mookie Betts with that also. Yeah. It could have been even worse than this. <laughs> we thought that was going to be the back-breaking three-run home run, and it turned out it was just coming right around the corner. <laughs> right. But I feel you. I mean, it's it's one of those things that's like, okay, we've been riding this high for a while. The Pirates have been playing out of their minds. You take two series in a row, seven in a row, right? The best record in the NL. This loss stings, but it also is the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. But I feel you, man. I don't know. I'm not going to weigh all the losses, I guess. I'm not sure if this is like the worst loss to me. But it's one that does sting because you you had this in the bag. Yeah, I think that's what hurts the most. And especially against teams like the Dodgers. Like, And I think it's what Urias and Gonsolin in the next two games. You know, you got to take the one where you're up five runs. And so, yeah. but at the very least, we lost this game by doing things we haven't been doing all year. But I remember the last time I was on, we were talking about how the bullpen depth just isn't there. And I think we're starting to see a little bit of that. Like Holderman eventually caught up to Holderman, the fact that he was allowing two base runners in inning. So. Yeah. That's, I think, what's not the most disheartening thing, but that, that was it right there. You know, Holderman came in. You had Holderman go to Bednar, get this game locked up and gone. Mm-hmm. And Horman did what he's pretty much been doing all, not all year, but that's the one knock we've been talking about with him is he finds his way to get into trouble. So far to date, he's found his way out of it. Today wasn't that day. Like you said, he, he wasn't sharp. Loud guys on, gave up the big hit, and then that was basically game. So, uh, yeah, Horman not doing his job. 
Although, like, for the rest of the bullpen, I mean, Dwayne Underwood Jr. is kind of what Dwayne Underwood Jr. is. I do mm. want to talk positively about Jose Hernandez a little bit today. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as, of course, like, yeah. as the unit, the bullpen, we know in totality, there's not a whole lot of depth there. Stevenson came in, did his job today. Hernandez came in, did his job today. It really was Holderman where it's the guy mm. you expect to do the job that didn't. didn't do it today. Yeah. And, you know, like, you know, even the best pitchers give up runs every so often, you know. Sure. Um, and Holderman, you know, for his faults, has come in and shut the door a lot of times this year. But yeah, Hernandez really was the true positive shining beacon out of the bullpen today. And yeah. so he, she should be celebrated for this. I'm with you. So it's kind of funny. I mean, Hernandez was the Rule 5 draft pick, came over from the Dodgers. So mm-hmm. he's here facing his former team, and he did. He looked really, really good. I did put out there to give him a little bit of love. I know it's all small sample, but to give him a little bit of love. Mm-hmm. Nine innings pitched so far this year, just the one earned run, eight strikeouts, just one walk. He's looked he's look good. Yeah, I, I think we talked a little bit early in the season where you want to start seeing and maybe giving him some bigger opportunities. Today was one of those big opportunities, and he yeah. shut this team down in a really big spot. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing I've had about him is that like he just gives up too much hard contact. But at least as far as I'm aware, he did his job. Like the Dodgers didn't really look competitive at the plate, and you know, it was their two, three, four where they were missing Max Muncy and um, others, and so it wasn't their best lineup. But it was very encouraging. Right. Keep in mind, still a damn good lineup. Yeah, that's the LA Dodgers for you, though. I mean, it's still a damn good lineup. But yeah, they're out uh, without Will Smith or Max Muncy today. Which, again, you talk about opportunities. You're also up five. I'm sorry, seven to two. Their lineup is you know shaky. You're into the bullpen. Like this is one of those games you have to capitalize. We talk about good teams beat bad teams. Good teams find a way to secure yeah. a five run lead. Also, yeah, and at the very least, like you know, we I think we've had some you know, not great losses this year. And each time the team has bounced back. And so, you know, for all the talk we have about like vibes, the vibe, all vibes team, um, it's really going to have to show the next couple of days to see like just where this team is at. We have some good pitchers going, you know, the offense started to wake up today. And so it's not all negative, but this is really where like, you know, are, are, is this the mentally tough team that's going to come back and bounce back against a good Dodgers team? That's very fair. That's what the Dodgers series presented. Mm-hmm. The talk is the Pirates from being up a bad teams. Mm-hmm. I can't really say that's false, right? I mean, even like earlier saying, well, it's still the White Sox, it's still the Red Sox, but now you're looking at it saying, well, I mean, I don't know, it's the White Sox and Red Sox. They're pretty bad teams yeah. too. <laughs> Um, but again, like they're winning, they're doing what they need to do. So that's what the Dodgers series presents. It's kind of like that measuring stick. You're seeing what you can do. And again, I mean, they, they had this in the bag. They came out. It was seven to two. Yeah. And like, it you're flying just, high. Right. Wasn't able to hold. <laughs> so, I mean, and you're talking about the offense too. Like it did explode here today a bit. Um, and, and like even late in the game, where there's still opportunities, they just didn't capitalize. They had runners in scoring position. Mm-hmm. Weren't able to score. We can talk a little bit about that here too in a bit. But I mean, like offensively for the game, 12 hits. They yeah. had one walk, eight strikeouts. So, I mean, it was still there. But obviously, as we mentioned, right, the pitching, st- 
do we want to get into that a little bit here? Do we want to talk about like Oviedo's start? Yeah, I would just say like you know four four for fourteen in runners in scoring position. I guess usually does the job, but like today it really killed us in the seventh and eighth innings where we had a chance to strike back. But yeah, it it is what it is. <laughs> uh, offense is good, and we were kind of talking about that in the Red Series how we weren't hitting well. It's still grinding out wins, so I'm hoping that just you know the offense is going through a bit of a hot streak again. But yeah, we should probably talk about Oviedo. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about it. I know I didn't see the first inning. So I know there was a mishap or something that happened. I'll allow you to talk maybe more about it. But just to talk overall, it wasn't his best start, but it was still a good start. And again, it's a good lineup. Yeah, um, I would say that it was pretty good through the first four innings. The first in, first four or five innings, the first inning was not his fault. Um, walk. In the first couple innings, I would say, you know, like how we talked about last year, Oviedo didn't really have the control. He was throwing a lot of balls and working really deep into counts, and that was allowing the Dodgers to get on base. But, like, then Austin Hedges gets a catcher's interference. I don't know how. Best catch, I've been told he's the best defensive catcher in the league, and he does that. Um, flop. And then a nonsense BS <laughs> bloop single into right field scores two runs. And that's and so we're down. And then Oviedo, to his credit, really came back strong. You know, like any he he shut down the Dodgers for until about the sixth inning, I would say. And then they started kind of getting to him. But overall, no, I mean it wasn't his best start. And but you know he only got hit hard twice today, and he gave up five runs. So I don't think it's entirely on him. I think he was a, a victim of bad luck. Yeah. Uh, so, so again, like from what I saw with him, he wasn't missing a ton of bats. Um, yeah. But right, like most of the, the contact was pretty weak also. Those mm-hmm. two hard hits, did they both come in the sixth, actually? I don't know, actually. I'm trying to look that up right now. Yeah, 97.5103. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you're saying, when he started, that was that inning. He gave up the hits. He had the walk, then the other hit. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, things are starting to unravel and right. Both hard hits were in that inning. Uh certainly mm-hmm. the worst inning that you saw. But yeah, again, like this is also put in perspective. Think about the pitcher that you thought of when you've spoken of Johan Oviedo coming into the season. Mm-hmm. This would have been looked at as, hey, this is a good start. Yeah. So like like I'm trying to keep that perspective too. Like this still was a a very good outing by him, even though he gives up, you know, the three runs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It was still a very good outing. It's just like he's been so good the past yeah. three starts beforehand that when you look at this one, you're like, oh man, this is kind of shaky. It's all right. It's still a very, very good start by Johan yeah. Oviedo standards. No, I, I agree. Like, you know, he was not the problem today. And really, I think I think he probably deserves to walk out of that with three runs given up instead of five. And sometimes that happens. That's baseball. Like, but at the very least, it is something that you can still continue and see like, hey, Johan Oviedo has still been pitching well. He still has the stuff and he's still going to be a nice mainstay in the rotation for a while if this is the type of stuff we can get out of him. Because sometimes, again, I think I said it before, that's baseball. Sometimes even your best days, you're going to run into some bad luck. And I think Oviedo was a victim of bad luck today. That's probably the best way to put it. 
Yep. Um, so yeah, Oviedo is still a, a, a solid start by him. Um, and then, like we mentioned, it does carry over to the relievers. Stevenson does come in. He gives up no hits. Doesn't have any strikeouts or walks to just two outs. Finishes the job. Uh, I'm seeing Jackson more and more finish the job. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. Didn't want to jump there, but yeah. Um, Stevenson right. got bailed out. <laughs> um, I forgot that was then. So I'll take it back. Yeah, Stevenson now a run scored, which sack fly bases were already loaded. But I mean, that was weak contact. That was just going to be whatever it is. Yeah, it was the Jack Sawinski play that got out of the jam with the bases were loaded or two on at that point in time. Let's let's talk and discuss that catch a little bit. Yeah. Wow. So good. (laughs) And he reached up, and it was dancing. Grelly, I think someone put it out there. I think it was Dan Grelly. But anyways, tweeted out there about how, like, give everyone credit. And actually, I didn't really think about that at first until I saw that. But what a good point. Like, that was a great catch. But a lot of props to the fans in the stands for just yeah. <laughs> backing up and allowing that to happen. Yeah. Because that would have been a nightmare if there was interference on that end. Oh, because, like, I'm trying to imagine myself in that situation. And knowing me, I've never actually caught a ball, even though I've gone to, like, 100, like 100 games or so in my life. And like I would have 100 percent gone for that home run ball. So good on them for having the self control to get out of the way. Um, but yeah, like perfectly lined up, perfectly timed. And I mean, my heart sank when they when the when the ball went off the bat. My heart was in my stomach. But Zewinski brought it back up, and that was awesome. Yeah. Great catch, great catch, great moment. And like that was the one moment uh, you just kind of alluded to before. That was the moment that was going to break things open and you were about to collapse and here mm-hmm. there goes that loss. But when he caught it, that was like, oh, the Pirates are losing this game. Yeah. At that moment, that's how I felt. You know, this is one of those, one of those things that this magical season that's, you know, still so early, but it just seems so magical right now. Everyone, in, think about this. Everyone on Twitter is like excited and happy about the Pirates. The Pirates mm-hmm. winning, like it's just all these great vibes you're talking about. When you saw that catch, this team wasn't losing. Yeah. Oh Granted, yeah, they did. But that's how yeah. I felt. Oh no, I, I was like, as once that was over, I'm like, oh well, th- this is it's just this is our game. Like you know, like, we're we're gonna win. This is easy. Like, and then Colin Holderman comes and smashes our hopes and dreams. <laughs> yeah. So for Holderman though, talk a little bit about Hernandez, right? Like he did come in. Mm-hmm. two strikeouts no hits no walks anything again like he's Jose Hernandez I'm, I'm kind of appreciating and liking and I definitely want to see more of also we mentioned the Stevenson I want to see a little bit more of him but yeah Jose mm-hmm. Hernandez yeah I'm happy to see more of the Jose Hernandez and Johan Ramirez of the world and seeing guys like Chase Dion and um Dory Moretta as fun as Moretta is taking yes. a back seat um because I think you can just tell with guys like Hernandez and with guys like Ramirez, the stuff is there. Even if the control isn't all there, you can at least see like something that you can fix and can actually be a bullpen arm. When you just when you look at Will Crow and you think, what does this guy do well? And I, I Will Crow doesn't really do anything well. And so, no, Hernandez has been great, especially since he's the only lefty in the bullpen. That has to be, like, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
Uh, I'm sorry, Jim, but um, he needs to throw more than 50% strikes. <laughs> right. But it's the truth. And, and speaking of that today, Hernandez, eight swings against him, six whiffs. Yeah. Four against the fastball, then the slider and the changeup. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, again, like he, he looked filthy. No, absolutely no complaints about him. And, you know, I think he's held his own, especially the, the jump from double A to the majors isn't easy, and he's really handled it well. Yes, he has. And then I guess just to kind of wrap it up, you know, as far as the pitchers go, Dwayne Underwood Jr. does come in. He comes out unscathed. Obviously, part of it is a big play at home. Um, Hayes got the ground at third, third at the, to delay, not Heinemann, everybody. I'm sorry, <laughs> Heinemann. Not, <laughs> not Hedges. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I can't name any catcher, right? Not Hedges. It was delay. But, I, I mean, good play at home. Got out yeah. Freeman. That held, you know, them the scoreless ninth there. But, uh, yeah, like Dwayne Underwood Jr. is just – What's that? And Santana putting his body on the line. Oh, yeah, then that too. That would have scored two runs if Santana doesn't get to that ground ball to end the inning. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, it's the it's the classic Dwayne Underwood Jr. appearance. <laughs> he looks dominant one time, and then the next time he comes in and gives up three batter, it gives up three hits and looks miserable. He frustrated. <laughs> And if I have to see a savant page one more time on Twitter, I may lose my mind. <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll move off from him. Let's get to the offense. There's still, I mean, there's a lot to talk about in a good way about the offense. You know, the one thing we mentioned about the Cincinnati one the series was the offense wasn't really there. It broke mm-hmm. out again today. Uh, of course, it didn't hang on, but seven earned runs all came in the first four innings, though. Mm-hmm. But uh, right, mentioned 12 hits. As far as guys had multiple hits, Hayes had two, Santana had two, Sawinski had two, also uh, G1 Bay had two. Yeah. I mean, where do you want to start there? I guess I'll just first say that, like, you know, that's why, even though the offense, like, could have scored runs later in the game, if your offense puts up seven runs, you need to win the game. The offense did the jobs, they all things considered. Um, But, I mean, if I wanted to start, Anywhere, it'd probably be that Kutch home run. That was mad. That was so good. It, 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 you almost forget about it because we blew the lead. But like when Kutch hits that home run, I was like ready to run around my room. I was so hyped. Yeah, I'm with you. Andrew McCutcheon is just so back. Just so mm-hmm. back. Uh, even right as it stands right now, still a 270 hitter, 371 on base, 527 slugging, 141 way to runs created plus. I mean, he already has five home runs on the year. We're talking about 36-year-old Andrew McCutcheon, who had a below-average offensive year last year in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And he is an all-star form. Yeah. And, again, like I think I mentioned his pregame, but, like, it was 3-1. and one. Like, Andrew McCutcheon took that pitch to get it to 3-1. The base is loaded. He yells toward the dugout. He's excited. The fans are loud. I'm excited. The Pirates' bolt dugout's going crazy. And then he ch- pops up on ball four. <laughs> and you could yeah. just feel all the weight out of this, like all the buzz out of the stadium vanish. <laughs> that was another moment. When I mentioned the Swinsky catch, yeah. when Kutch came up, 
Oh yeah. This we're, this is it. This this <laughs> so Sawinski held that one. We're not going to lose. Now I know we're they're down now, but Kutch is up with the bases loaded. Caleb Ferguson, the lefty's up pitching. It's three one. He's going to get a meatball lefties. over the plate. It's it's over. This is game. <laughs> Blouses. We're done. <laughs> And the pop-up was so deflating. Just so oh. deflating. And it's not so much that, like, okay, there's nothing behind Kutch coming up in the ninth. It was just, that was the moment. Yeah. <laughs> that was the moment. And unfortunately, we were correct. It was over. You could just feel a part of your soul leave your body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like I said, like, cut, even with that Kutch, you know, we, we don't have a five-run lead without him. He's still been incredible. He's allowed one mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and actually, to talk about that, too, that that inning. So, so Bay gets on base. I guess another shout-out, too, to Mark Mathias. I mean, he drew a big walk there. I think he was down, yeah. actually, in the count. Hung in there, drew a walk. So now there's two guys on. Cabrian Hayes comes up the bat. He gets on. So that convention, right? There's Your base is loaded. Mm-hmm. So, like, but again, like, that's part of the downfall in this. There was a lot of opportunities, even though they came out offensive, uh, offensively yeah. tonight and, and scored runs and stuff. There were still a lot of opportunities for this team to win, and they just couldn't capitalize in those big moments. Yeah. I remember, like, in the last show, I talked about how, like, well, this was the Rocky series and how, like, we would get smart outs. And, like, I think I was going to call, like, Boomer, Boomer Neal for it because, like, I was talking about, like, how like we're making smart outs and like we're putting the ball in play and we're scoring balls. Like we're scoring runs with small ball. And when Marcano comes up with one out and strikes out, that's really rough. And which is also why I mentioned earlier, it's like, you know, we have been doing that all year. And so I'm not going to be terribly concerned about one game where we don't, because I think, mm-hmm. the, and I think Fangraphs even dropped an article today or yesterday about the Pirates' approach and how they're making better swing decisions, allowing them to put the ball into play. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not thrilled about Marcano, but it's hard to blame him too much there going lefty on lefty. Yeah, I'm with you. Another one of those moments, too, was when Castro was on first. Mm -hmm. Bay just dropped a terrible bunt. (sighs) That's something he has to do better, you know. But again, like that's – I mean, they played it right. I mean, he – yeah, he bunted, and chances are he could have gone on base. Like that might not have been a sack, you know. If he bunted well, he's done it already. How many times he could lay down a bunt a for a hit, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and done so right. But like that was just a terrible bunt by him. Castro made it close, but he does get thrown out at second. So you know, you, you basically just sacrificed Castro on first. You trade an out, put Bay on first instead. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that was one of those moments too. He's got to put down a better bunt, get Castro over. Mm-hmm. No. That was really, and at that point, just swing the bat normally. You do a better job getting infield hits, swinging the bat <laughs> than that. you do when didn't you do uh, um, when you're not. So I mean, just like I mean, I understand why they did it, especially with base speed. But yeah, like I think Jim said at the very beginning, we didn't do the little things tonight, and it shows. The Dodgers did the little things, and they were rewarded. But, and yeah, they did some are. big things too. Yeah. One, 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 one big thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Almost too. 
I like how Hayes had two hits tonight and was good defensively, and Bucko Mike is still destroying him in the comments right now. You know, Hayes is performing. He, he yeah. really has been. We, we mentioned it. Since he's been in that leadoff spot, he's really holding it down well. I have yeah. no issues with him so far. It was a very, very slow start to the year, and those are still weighing heavily into like his overall numbers. But he's, he's certainly looked a lot better recently, and the numbers since then have shown also. Yeah, so, the way I put it is like you can easily go do a take a, a glance at his fan tra- fan grass page and say, oh, 81 WRC plus, what a bum. But the way I look at it is that he started like the first week and a half, two weeks of the season with a negative WRC plus. Right. It is now an 80, so he's bumped it up by 90. Like the hitting is getting better. It's still not the power that we want. But I don't care. <laughs> I just I I think I think as I said before the year, I just want a, like a league average hitting haze. And he's on track to doing that. You know, I, I have no problem with they out of anyone to blame tonight, I can't fathom blaming Cabrian Hayes. Yes, sir. So again, as mentioned, two for five with just a strikeout, and that strikeout came where he was definitely trying to put into the stands. Uh, he yeah. swung and I think he took like five steps in the other side of the plate because <laughs> he couldn't keep his balance. So he was trying to. He was trying to show you that power, Neil. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's also a place where situational hitting would have been nice because I think, if I remember correctly, there were runners on when he struck out. So, like, you know, he doesn't have to go for yard there. But, you know, again, Hayes is fine. Right. Um. Yeah, so... I don't know if there's anyone else we like we really want to talk about. Uh, Joe unfortunately goes over five tonight, mm-hmm. Connor Joe, so he's cooled off a bit. Yeah, I mean Jack Suwinski had another two run day and was like inches away from a home run. Yeah, we can talk about him. Uh, he's he still continues to impress. Got a hit off. Of, he almost went yard off a of lefty. Yep, just like you said, just missed it. McLean Wall. I mean. Again, like it was a lefty. This is this is kind of impressive from Jack Swinski. We already talked about the defensively, the play he made, right? But the offense is certainly coming along right now. I don't know how much I'm buying into it at this point. Like I said, I'm gonna keep saying until I see it more sustained. We've seen him get hot. We've seen him get cold. He yeah. certainly is hot right now. I don't know if I'm ready to t- label him and say Jack Swinski has arrived and he's done what he's needed to do to change. He's a good player now, mm-hmm. but. Right now, he's doing what he needs to do, and he's a good player right now. Agreed, and that's kind of how I feel about Castro, too, because Castro has kind of cooled off over the past week. He did have that hit. And so with with these high-power guys, but also who strike out quite a bit, it's always going to be a bit of a valleys and highs with these guys. And so they're still... I will not just say that they're really, really good yet as much as I'd like to. Right. No, that's fair. So, I don't know, man. Hey, Hedges went one for two. I'm surprised. Uh, Hedges, Hedges took more hits to the body than anything else. Like He was just getting destroyed today. Catcher's interference almost broke his hand, got hit on the hand, took a ball off I the know. helmet, I think, again. Henry Davis is just like watching and looking at these games like, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh soon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, they want listen, me to my sources tell me that Andy Rodriguez is fine 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so, when we officially hear that, we'll find out. Um, but that is but yeah. interesting though. Like he was, he had a scan yesterday, and we haven't heard anything about it. But I don't know if you guys talked about that this morning or not. We didn't talk any. Yeah, we just talked that we haven't heard anything. Okay. But that is one of those things where, like you said, he had the scan yesterday. So, mm-hmm. what's the word? <laughs> Why aren't you telling us? <sighs> I know. Is there anything else you want to talk about uh, in today's game? No. All that nope. is no, I think just you know, we're still like Jim said, we're 16 and 8, things are still going good, but this one hurts. It hurts, but like you and, said, too, we still have some good matchups coming. There's still Keller, mm-hmm. there's still Rowanzi, and we got something a little something done today that was pretty important. Yeah, well, that's why I was gonna ask if there's anything else because I know mm-hmm. we had an emergency podcast day done by Jim, but if you haven't seen it, well, of course, if you haven't seen it, go ahead and see it, but if not, just to bring it up, this also let's cap this post game off with what this day was i mean the pirates might have lost the game but they won the day yeah (laughs) big huge news today that brian reynolds and the pirates agreed to extension an eight-year deal fantastic obviously he wasn't here playing he's on paternity leave but he should be back tomorrow to play so Mm -hmm. also the pirates are getting some reinforcements into their lineup as well so uh awesome day (laughs) awesome day but I say it's hard to bring the mood down too much. I still don't know what Ben Sherrington threatened to make him drop the opt-out clause because they didn't even raise the money. He just ditched the opt-out clause. But um, I'm, I'm telling happy, you, I'm, I'm, I'm happy he's I'm here to be the decade. <laughs> well, I got so I'm, I'm like in the middle of class, like like my kid, like my students are working on something, but I just get like the notification on my like on my phone because I'm using like my phone as a calculator to grade. And like I, I almost like started like yelling. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I like when you saw the tweet first came out by Mackie that they agreed details coming or more, you know, like coming, whatever. And I'm just thinking I, I see the money. So they must have agreed to some type of opt-out, some type of no trade. Yeah. And then like you said, it comes after and it's like, oh, they just there is no opt-out. It's just a no trade clause kind of. And there's a no trade clause of six teams. And I was just yeah. like, what's how, how, how did you pull this off? I understand he wants to stay, but he must Man. really want to stay. Diamond hands. Ben Sherrington just held his ground, I guess. Um, I guess. But like, I mean, it was really funny is that like with Twitter, you know, just removing check marks, uh, the, like this past weekend, when I first saw the tweet, I'm like, this is fake because <laughs> there's no check mark <laughs> next to Mackie's name anymore. <laughs> <he's> right. <laughs> and so, but then I actually like, then I clicked on it. But yeah. Um, that was a great day until the pirates decided to try to ruin it for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, just to erase this from the memory, at least from the fourth yeah. inning on, remember what happened from winnings one through four. <laughs> remember that the pirates extended Brian Reynolds and we'll move forward to tomorrow's game. Mm-hmm. Where it's all new, still Reynolds is back, good pitching. See what happens. And since I won't be on the post game, hopefully they win. Yeah, I mean it's your fault. Yeah. I mean, listen, Doug is undefeated at his new place, so I think we just need to only let him do post games. You know, that's fair. Yep. So just Doug. <laughs> that's it. Just Doug. <laughs> 162 shows a year, Doug. It's all you, buddy. <laughs> 
honest day's work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of here then. I appreciate everyone for watching. Um, I guess there's nothing really to plug. So we'll see you tomorrow <laughs> on the post game show. Bye bye. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go, Bucks.